Welcome to Parenting Today's Teens, a daily podcast that provides stories, insights, and wisdom to help you gain a deeper relationship with your teen. On today's episode, Mark Rixton and Wayne Shepard discuss something no parent wants to talk about, but something that needs to be talked about, your teen and drugs. You know, the Center for Disease Control did a report this past year, and they said this about teen drug use, and I think it's interesting. By the 12th grade, about two-thirds of students have tried alcohol. Two-thirds? Two-thirds. That's 66%. -hmm. That's two out of every three kids. About half of 9th through 12th graders have reported using marijuana. That's half. Oh, man. You got to let that sink in, don't you? Yeah. About 4 in 10, 40%, 9th through 12th grade students reported having tried cigarettes. So there's fewer kids smoking cigarettes than those that have tried marijuana. Mm -hmm. Here's another one. Among 12th graders, close to 2 in 10, that's 20%, 1 in 5, reported using prescription medication without a prescription. Mm -hmm. That's one out of every five kids. So when you look at a group of kids, look at 20%, just take... Take one out of five mm-hmm. and go, they've, they've done that. Take half of them and say they've used, you know, marijuana. Take two-thirds, they've experimented with alcohol. And, and the point of it is this. You'll find a common thread even among the kids that we interview. I mean, it's, it comes up all the time yes, that they say, yeah. I was using drugs. I started using drugs. Yeah. They are so available and so readily accessible to any kid that when they're struggling, they may have a tendency to find relief, and they're finding it in drugs and alcohol. Those are frightening statistics, Mark. I wish we didn't have to talk about this, but the reality is... We do, and if you're at home going, no, no, not my child, they'll never do that. I go, you know what, I've got 3,000 kids whose parents have said, no, my child would Mm -hmm. never do that, And, and they've all lived with us. But it's a common thread. And so if I know that there's a possibility that my child can be doing that, and if you're sitting there going, no, my child will never do that, then you don't know kids today. I mean, because any child has the opportunity and any kid can be pushed to the point that they will try something to find relief from the culture that you and I have said that we're glad we don't have to grow up in. Mm -hmm. Well, they do. And so if they have to grow up in this crazy world, and I'm not an anti-world kind of guy, but I do think it's different. I think it's permissive and it it allows a lot of things that weren't allowed in, in, in times past, that what happens is a child needs relief, just like you and I need relief. We can come home and get out of the hectic craziness and busyness of life. But kids don't have that opportunity, and so they will go to drugs and alcohol just to find some relief. That's what attracts them, huh? That's right. Well, that's not the only reason, but it's one of those reasons. And and because the intensity of the culture has sped up, and they're in this world that's an appearance and performance world, so everybody's trying to outdo everybody else or outperform everybody else, then they need some rest. Now, Jesus was the one who said, come to me, all who are weary and heavy laden, and you will find rest for your soul. So the intention of this program is not only understanding that we want you to learn how to detect your teen's drug use, but I also want you to hear loud and clear that sometimes providing a restful place at home keeps your child from seeking rest elsewhere. Boy, that's a good and word. And that becomes important. I appreciate that. 
What do parents need to look for? Okay, you, you know, and, and I, I, I can, I can say these without even looking at notes or anything. Uh, drastic changes in normal habits, sleep, appetite, schoolwork, who their friends are, just where they go, how they hang out, whether they want to work, have a job, not do that anymore, how they drive their car. Anything that you see changing could be an indicator that there's something happening in the life of your child. A sudden change in friends or other once-loved activities. I, I mean, I tell parents, all the time that, that that kids get to the point where they hate what they once loved, now they love what they once hated. And so that's an indicator where, where you see a child moving into a sense of darkness. And how do you see that? It's in their eyes. They just kind of stare. They're thinking about other things. They're consumed with other thoughts and behavior. There's an unreasonable amount of aggression, mood swings, disrespect, blaming, those are indicators that something's going on. That should be, mom and dad, that should be the lights on your dashboard that are just lighting up saying, Got to pay attention here. We got a problem. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, Houston, we have a problem. <laughs> you know, there's something going on. You know, when you see a child that has increased lying and deceitfulness, when you say, hey, where did you go? And you know they were someplace else other than what where they told you they were going to go. That may be the beginning stages when they start hiding things from you. Their thoughts, their comments, their fears, their odor, their, I, I mean, their eyeballs when you see them, how they avoid you when they come home off of a date or being out where they don't want to hug you before they go upstairs to bed. You know, th- there, it may be that there's sudden wealth or they're stealing or things are showing up around your house that you're going, where yeah. did you get those? How did you get that money? Yeah, it was. It, it, it's interesting that I was at a pawn shop the other day because I won a gift. And, and I had to go to a pawn shop to pick it up. <laughs> and I sat there and I watched people coming in, pawning things to get cash. Oh. And I thought, every one of these things has been stolen. Hmm. And, and so you kind of go... Your child for, may be desperate enough that they're stealing something. They may be stealing from you. If you can't find some of your jewelry, mom or dad, you're losing money out of your wallet, and you just think that might be happening, let me tell you something. It probably is happening. Red flag warning. That's right. You know, call it intuition. Uh, call it the Holy Spirit yelling and screaming at you to wake you up to see what's going on in the life of your child. There's something truthful about the gut feeling that you have. If you're thinking it and feeling it, it probably is happening. Moms, dads, and grandparents are all part of a journey that will change the destiny of their families. And that journey can be changed for the better. Mark Gregston has written three books that will help encourage relationships, strengthen marriages, and help all moms, dads, and grandparents out there stay focused on what truly matters. For moms, Prayers for My Teen, a book of prayers and devotionals to help them stay anchored. For fathers, a devotional for dads, a series of devotions to help them protect their marriage and encourage their children. And finally, Grandparenting Today's Teens is a resource for any grandparent who wants to connect to their teen grandchildren in a meaningful way. Moms, Dads, and Grandparents, three books that can help change them all and change the course of their family's future. You can order Prayers for My Teen, A Devotional for Dads, and Grandparenting Today's Teens by visiting parentingteenresources.org.
Drug use involves paraphernalia. If we see that, if we find it, uh, what do we do? Well, you know, the first thing they're going to say is, I was holding it for a friend. <laughs> You've heard that. Haven't yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's the common <laughs> response. Everybody says that. And, you know, that's where you go, no, it's not. It's, it's in your possession, mm-hmm. and so it is yours. You don't hold it for a friend. And if you are, then that means you're participating with the friend. Yeah. That unusual odor that I mentioned earlier, or, mm-hmm. or cologne now comes into play where they're starting <laughs> yeah. to pour it Mask all over the themselves. Oh, yeah. yeah, The sudden dropping of grades. Oh, yeah. The child gets involved in something else, they lose interest in what they've been involved in, and it may be academics, and, they, and you just see everything going down. Well, let's talk about the why. Why do kids move into drug use? Well, you know, I, one, I think they're curious because there's so much attention being given to it, and, and I think they're curious. And I think you couple their curiosity with availability, then you have opportunity. And and because the world is saying it's okay to do this. I mean, the, the legalization of marijuana throughout this country is giving permission for kids of all ages to go, well, if it's legal in some places, why is it that yeah. big of a deal? I was in a farming community recently, and the local sheriff was talking about the use of meth in the, in the community there. It just yeah. shocked me. Yeah. It's destroying a generation of kids, he said. Well, it is. you know, And, and I, I think people are desperate enough in trying to figure out how do I function in a culture that is, that is so intense? Because it's intense on everybody. Yeah, I don't hear that many kids doing meth. I mean, I've heard of kids that have lived with us that have done cocaine and, and heroin. But it's almost that if if there's a level of things that are different, it's Oxycontin, it's, it's meth, it's those other things. A lot of the kids I deal with stay away from because they hear the information about it. Mm. And they don't want to get into it that way. It's usually somebody a little bit older getting into some of that. But, it, but I think that man is, is truthful in what he's saying. It is destroying a generation of people. And, and it becomes a mess. You know, it, it, but I think they're curious, and I think it's available, and so it creates an opportunity. I think they're looking to find acceptance just by other people that are using drugs. Is and, it an escape from their problems? Well, sure it is. Uh, you and I get to go on vacation. <laughs> I mean, you and I get to get away from everybody else. They don't. Hmm. And so if you don't deal with the issues that are at the core of what's going on, then they will find rest somewhere. They're escaping hardship, they're escaping depression, grief, loneliness, all those things. It becomes important for you to look and, and be sensitive enough to the needs of your child. But don't be naive enough to not follow your own thoughts and feelings about things and, and start looking at things. Keep your weather eye to the sky and try to figure out what's going on with my child. Is this something parents can deal with on their own? Well, I, I think some of them can. I mean, I, I think some say, I can ground you. You're not going out. You're not hanging out with these people. You're not going to do this. I'm not going to allow you to do anything anymore. Only if they look at what the child is trying to accomplish through their use of drugs. All behavior is goal-oriented. But if you can't get a child to a good point, then by all means, go to counseling or counseling for your whole family. Random drug test when it's just a constant thing going on and on and on. Remove your child. If you feel like your child is in danger and is going to make poor choices, you may move schools. You may have them live with another family member. You may move yourself. You know, and then you may end up sending them to a place like Heartlight to say, I need to get you help. You know, there is something about saying, I, I want to help you and I want to make some changes in our family so that you don't have to escape 
the reality of how our life is being lived by finding a non-reality somewhere else. And the most important thing is don't let this issue or any other issue come between you and your love for your child. Your relationship is so important here. Even when it when you hurt one another by saying the truth, it's very important. Thanks for listening to Parenting Today's Teens. For more information, visit parentingtodaysteens.org. And to learn more about Heartlight, visit heartlightministries.org. If this podcast has been helpful in your life and family, please share it or give us a quick rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Of course, you can listen to Parenting Today's Teens wherever you listen to podcasts. Join us tomorrow for another great episode. We'll talk to you then.